This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. An Odyssey station. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. This is Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Class. Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate. Presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right. Good good morning. Get ready to laugh and learn here. Good news in real estate on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaris. How are you, Deanne? I'm doing great, Mark. How are you? Very confused, but we're here, <laughs> and we're excited to be here every Saturday at usually 1 o'clock, but today we were here at 10 o'clock because of the Penn State game, and you can listen to this show and past shows at our website, goodnewsandrealestate.com, and at WPHA's website, and if you have any questions about mortgages, commercial, residential real estate, you can give me a call at 267-266-5501. What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609-605-7153. And we're just here to keep you informed. We are the only real estate show from the Poconos to the shore. And we want some, we need a couple sponsors. We want some sponsors to join our show. Call us up. We have a great deal. So what's coming up today, Deanne? Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Yes. We have business tips with Asking Dr. A. Yes. We have Mark's funny story. I got an oldie but goodie because of Halloween. It doesn't involve Abraham Lincoln, does it? No, no Lincoln okay. jokes. Just check it. All right. And then we also have our mortgage mom topic. Which is what? There's never been a better time to become a loan originator than today. Wow. She's recruiting. <laughs> I got to plan another week's vacation. <laughs> All right, Mark, we also have our questions. If we decide to buy a new house, then the down payment will come straight out of what we earn off of our current house. How does this exactly work? It's a great question. That is a good question. The next question is, my friend wants to purchase a house from his extended relatives, but the relatives need the money immediately. Is there any way to hold a house for over 60 days? That's a good one. The next question is, agent question. Does broom swept mean professionally cleaned? That's a good one because that one's right in the contract. And it comes up all the time. Mark, we also have our topic of the day, which is disclosing problems when selling your house. Yes. But first, give us your motivational quote. And I am very motivated at 10 a.m. on Saturday morning. To be efficient is to do things right. To be effective 
is to do the right thing. Very good. Everybody thinks they know what to do, but not necessarily so. So if you figure out what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, when you're going to do it, and you put it in your calendar, because if it's not in your calendar, it ain't happening. It doesn't exist. That's correct. I thought you'd jump right on that one. So where are we at? (laughs) So we are up to our market report. And the topic is, can vacant office space help the housing market? Yeah, this is part of it. You don't usually give a topic on the market report, but uh, market, these office spaces is what Dr. A's been talking about for about the last month. Everybody working remotely is way higher than normal uh, than it was prior to COVID. And this booming housing demand and lack of inventory has pushed the housing market to one of the most fast-moving, most expensive markets ever. So you got all this vacant commercial space that could possibly be turned into housing units. Now, they've done a few of these down in Center City, Philadelphia, where they made the top floors condos and sold them for like three or four million. But 17 to 17.2% of office buildings were vacant in the second quarter of 2021. That's the commercial market is suffering a little bit from rentals. The sure. most recent day everybody available, uh, both Pittsburgh and Philadelphia have slightly more than 15% office vacancy rate. I actually heard Philly was around 18%. But this was from a Cushman-Wakefield report that they deal with uh, a lot of commercial. The pandemic has left 137 million feet of office space available at the end of 2020, an increase of 40% from the end of 19. 40%. However, office rents have gone up at 0.9% over the previous year, despite the lower demand. While turning office space into housing sounds like a win-win, there's a bunch of hurdles because, you know, in places like Philly, where government loves red, big, thick red, red tape. tape. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so we decided that we got all this extra office space, and we'd like to turn it into mixed-use or strictly residential. You know, how soon can we get that done? And they were, like, looking at you like, yeah, well, you know, year or two, possibly, where right? other cities would be, ah, let's take a vote. All in favor, say aye. Done. But, uh, you know, that's the hurdles that you got to do. And transforming office space into housing is a tricky endeavor. Dividing up the office space into suitable living arrangements. There's typically more remodeling needed to make done to make the space livable. And is the cost worth it? You know, it takes the stars to align with all these unique set of circumstances to make it make sense. That's why it's relatively rare. But pre-pandemic office space in like Harrisburg renovated a 51-unit apartment building to residential to rent. However, the project acquired uh, them acquiring a couple more buildings at a cost of $9 million. So it's a good idea, but if the economy starts booming again, but I think the remarket, what we've been having this long series with Dr. A about the phobia with going back to the office and now 
another shot and a booster and I don't know. I am so sick of this virus, man. I just wish they would talk about why we have this virus instead of just, you know. But nobody wants to cover that story except me. No one wants to cover that story. <laughs> except me. They were making a weapon and it got loose. That's the bottom line. I, said, <laughs> I, I just told the world it. That's what it was. Uh. It was military experimental nonsense. Anyway, newly constructed homes are generally larger in size, and this is what's happening. So these builders are building, and they're building these bigger houses. They're more existing than uh, the regular homes. They're not geared toward first-time home buyers. Nonetheless, more supply of these homes allow a trade-up buyer to make their move into into that process. And then in addition, the one they left might be smaller for the first-time buyer. So they're all all these all this stuff's out there because everybody's worried about this inventory, and and the forbearance thing that everybody was playing up for a few months that you don't even hear them mention now. You notice that you don't hear anybody talking about all the foreclosures and the forbearances because it's less than one percent. Yeah, and and, and I don't it's, know if I it's, agree with that, but yeah, well, well, you're in the mortgage <laughs> business, but it's according to what circle you're driving in too. And, and you're traveling with the millionaires, so you know they're not right. The, right, they're not exactly. foreclosing. Yeah. See, yeah. I'm traveling with the people. Gotcha. That <laughs> so, must be the difference. That, that is the difference. Okay. But anyway, there's going to be very many short, very small amount of forbearances because most people are coming back. You mean out foreclosures? Of foreclosures, but that were in forbearances and now caught up with their payments and are coming out of forbearance. And the economy is still in pretty good shape because we're still living under the last administration, and none are, he has got nothing. Uh, he has got nothing passed yet. And then I was really happy to see on the big green deal he slept through it. So hopefully, <laughs> when he comes back, he won't be so excited, or he missed the the key points. Oh my God! But he did kind of sleep through that baby. Anyway, the listing account, the country is still one year near uh, one year ago. We are still in record lows on inventory. And I think it's going to be 22 into 23 before we start getting back to a normal market. But the one bright spot is the rates. So tell us about the rates. Great segue, Mark. Great segue. So the rates are still great. I mean, it's not too late to refinance. You got to actually pull out your statement, send it to me, take a picture of it, right? (laughs) Take a picture of it because they say a picture is worth a thousand words. In this case, it could be worth a thousand dollars. There's no doubt about it. It's a piece of cake. Call her up. It'll be done like that. All right. Rates are still great. 30 year fix, 3%. Your FHA, 2.875. Anybody over three and a half percent? Call Deanne Katz Harris, say Buku Bucks. So, with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive, all of the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, not here for our profit, here for yours. Hey, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD All Positive all the time. So where are we at, Deanne? 
So, Mark, can we do Bloody Marys for this section? I mean, uh, we we need a man. Penn State's making me getting it up too early here. <laughs> so we are Saturday. up to our funny story. So I I dug up one since it was a holiday weekend. You dug up one. I get it. Yes. All right. So, uh, and this one was about this blonde on Undertaker. I told this a long time ago, but this man who had just died, he was delivered to a funeral home, and he was wearing this really expensive tailored black suit. And the blonde funeral director asked this his wife how would she like the body dressed, and she pointed out the man does not look good in black. She always thought. Uh, like the suit he's wearing. And the widow, however, said that she always thought her husband looked best in blue, and she wants him a blue suit. And she gave, she takes out a blank check and hands it to the blonde undertaker and said, listen, I don't care what it costs, but please have my son's husband in the best blue suit you can find for the viewing. So the woman returns the day before the wake. To her delight, she finds her husband dressed in this gorgeous blue suit with a very subtle chalk stripe the suit fits him perfectly she says to the funeral director what a what whatever it is cost she goes i don't care i am so satisfied you did such an excellent job i am so grateful how much did you spend and to her astonishment the blonde undertaker says there was no charge and hands her back the check she goes no 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 yeah you did such a great job. I must compensate you for that exquisite blue suit. And the blonde undertaker said, honestly, ma'am, it costs you nothing. You see, this deceased gentleman of your husband's size was brought in shortly after you left. And he was wearing this very attractive blue suit. And he asked the wife if she minded him going to the grave wearing an exquisite black suit instead. And she said no, it made no difference to her as long as he looked nice. So I just switched the heads. Oh, I dread that punchline. <laughs> Very good, Mark. Very good. Uh, I like that one, man. <laughs> if you have a better story, I'm sorry. If you have a yeah, funny story. If you have any stories, I'm up to 800. And today is our 890th show. Wow. We're gonna have it. We're gonna be at a thousand soon. Where are we doing that party at? We have to do a party. We have to do it at Ashburner. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. if you have a funny story, send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501. All right, so now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segment. And her topic today is, it has never been oh a better God. time to be a loan originator. Well, that just makes me want to jump right into it. <laughs> That's so inspiring. It's great. I love well, it. I, well, when I was typing that one, I was... I, one I got eye closed, I, haven't had coffee uh, yet. I get it. Originator, too. I had a little problem with that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Team Mortgage Mom is recruiting. Is hiring. We All are right. recruiting. These and you know why it. we're recruiting, Mark? Because you need to grow and you need to leverage so you can stay in Greece for like two months. Okay. Well, that wasn't the, the answer that I was going for, but <laughs> that works. Um, the reason that we're recruiting is because we're busy and there's a lot of excellent perks that come along with working with Team Mortgage Mom. One of them is a flexible schedule. So when you become a loan originator... You are not tied to a nine to five job. 
you're tied to 12 to 12, Sunday through Sunday. It's only eight days a week that you really need to work to be (laughs) able to. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Um, You have a flexible schedule. And if you're a mother, you know, a stay-at-home mother or you have a part-time job, this is something that is gives you the opportunity to have a flexible schedule. And make buku bucks, though. And make, and make a great living. The other part of it is that you get to help people make their dreams come true. There is not a better feeling than being at the closing table and handing somebody keys to their new home. No. I have a woman right now that literally... Cr- we got her pre-approved yesterday. Yesterday? I think it was yesterday. And we had been working on it for about two and a half weeks, getting her pre-approved. And the issue was that just with her job schedule, we couldn't we couldn't tie a two-year history together in the same line of work. But it's a long story. The bottom line is when we called her, oh, and the reason she wanted to get pre-approved is she wants to have Christmas in her new house. And her parents know. are going to dress up as... You know, Mr. and Mrs. Claus, she's getting a big bubble machine if there's no snow. She is just going all out for her kids, which is just amazing. So we went over and above to try to get this done for her. And we did. And when we called her to tell her that she was pre-approved and how much she was pre-approved for, literally, it was like it was Christmas Day. Jumping up and down, the kids are screaming, the mom's yelling. Like, you can't put a price tag on that. No. And people forget, like, this house is so important to people. It's it's She part lives of your in a social... bad neighborhood. You know, her, she feels unsafe. She wants her kids to go to a better school district. This is an opportunity to basically change people's lives. Yep. And that's why I've been doing this for 20 years. The other thing is you get to work with an amazing team. I mean, myself... My loan partners, the other loan originators, our processors, the owner of our company. I mean, the people that we that work together in my company are absolutely amazing. And I would quit the business before I went to another mortgage company. On that top of that, we have one of the best training programs out there. It's a 12-week training program. You can do it at your own pace. You don't have to go into the office to do it. But it sets up your business. It gives you a business plan. It teaches you what you need to do every single day to be a star in the business, to be successful. So on Mondays, you call realtors. On Tuesdays, you call a database. On Wednesdays, you're calling people that are pre-approved and looking. I mean, it's a set schedule with scripts. So it's it's a, a fail-proof program is what I call it. And on top of that, you have support. We, Like I mentioned, we have a great team behind us, but we also have support. So you might be new in the business, you might be experienced in the business, but we want to mold you into the way that we do business. The compensation is amazing. You get to help people. You get to come into a new field, a lot of personal development, and we'll even have Dr. A do your desk. <laughs> Yeah, and this business is going to be booming for the foreseeable future. I don't see things slowing up at all. I don't see anything slowing up either because people need to move. Things change. Life happens. And this is a great opportunity, again, 
to get involved with a great company. We'll train you. You know, even if it's something that you're thinking about, just give me a call. We'll have a conversation. It may or may not be for you, or you might know someone that might be interested. But right. give me a call at 609-605-7153. You got a and Florida number too? I'm sorry? You got a Florida number too? I know you're expanded into We Florida. are expanded into Florida. That's a 1-800 number. And off the top of my head, I don't know that number. But just call me because <laughs> I'm back and forth from New Jersey to Florida. So, But that's all started when you started and now look at you. You, you know what? Big I was, team. You make a lot of some money. You take months off vacation. You have, you're you're, you're, you're in, exaggerating a little you're bit. You're in two but. different states. No, I think you've done. We, you came so far in the last twelve years. I'm proud of you. Thank you. That means a lot coming from you. I really appreciate that. Well, that was a good segment, even though it was all advertisement for you. But it was good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Coming up next is going to be our question and answer segment. All right, very good. So with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. All positive, all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. All right. Welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. All positive. All the time. So where are we at, Dan? So, Mark, we are up to our question and answer segment. So what's the first one? Here? The first question is, if we decide to buy a new house, then the down payment would come straight out off of what we earn from our current house. How does that work? So it's basically called proceeds, and right. you would determine with your realtor how much you were actually going to get. And and if I was your realtor, it's not going to be 20% because I'm going to tell you to keep your money in your bank account and only give Deanne like 3%. Correct. (laughs) Correct. So, so absolutely. If you leave from, you can actually do it in the same day. So you can close on your current home in the morning and then you could close on the new property an hour later and you have a check in your hand. Some companies are still accepting wires so they're wiring one from the other and let's say let's just say you walked away with $75,000 from the current house that you're living in and you only right. needed 25,000 on the new house well at the end of that last transaction you would walk away with a check for $50,000 right and that's how it used to always happen and the biggest thing that about that question a little bit it was you know like when you first meet a buyer and they're buying a house and you tell them the process and then, or you're listing the house and you tell them the process and they always said, they always have this perception or what are the chances that we could settle in the morning oh, yeah. on the one and spy the other one in the afternoon? Like how can them st- stars possibly align that conveniently? And it happens all the time. It's called planning. Yeah, you go from one to the other, and then whatever your what are your closing costs are, and you get a check for a hundred grand, and and you're only using three percent down plus closing costs, you get the rest back in a cashier's check, right? And party in your new house. That's right. What's the next one? All right, the next question is: My friend wants to purchase a house from his extended relatives, but the relatives need the money immediately. 
Yeah, well. <laughs> needs the money immediately. That's always a bad sign. <laughs> it is a bad now, sign. <laughs> <laughs> like and how much gotta, do they actually need? And why are they his, selling the house? As his book, he's got his gun to his head <laughs> as he's making his phone call. Uh, I'll sell you my house or, now. Or he got a new job and he's got to roll right away. Whatever. But, you know, immediately... I mean, how, what's the fastest you could uh, do this for him? Ten days. If it was two two people, yeah, ten days, two people with decent credit got and get their act together, they could probably do this in 10, 15 days. Yep, without a doubt. Yeah, so, you know, that cousin thing, I don't know. Uncle Vinny you, needs but, the money. Yeah, I got a few in my, my uh, family. I'd be like, I would, for what? <laughs> all, all right. right next question is there any way to hold a house for over 60 days Does i'm not sure mean, about this question yeah. i mean they they have it pending and somebody quoted them a rate and they need to settle in 60 days it's usually 60 to 90 days right no i mean Your pre-approval you, the pre-approval is good for 90 days but this is saying holding a house for 60 days so I'm thinking they don't want to settle for 60 days. I'm not sure, but we need a little bit more information with that. Usually money solves these problems. Of course. Uh, you know, like somebody's thinking about selling, but they can't do anything for 60 days. So maybe you work something out and you somebody holds the escrow check so they know you're working on it. I don't have enough information here. Is to there be any able way to, to answer, hold a yeah. house over 60 days? All they right. must be talking about the pre-approval. Most of them are good for 60 or 90 days. Yeah, so but know. it says hold a house. So I'm thinking they have something in mind. Yeah. All right, question I'm number four. Sure you ready? That one. Yeah. It, um, this is a question from an agent or for an agent. Does broom swept mean professionally cleaned? Now, this must be a rel relatively new agent. Not necessarily. Just could be one that never read the whole contract. And there's a lot of them. I was just going to say, you think it's just one? They do the same thing over and over and over again. And in the contract, the house is supposed to be broom swept, free of debris. That's what it says in the contract in Pennsylvania. Broom swept, free of debris. So that doesn't mean every countertop has to be spick and span shining this means all the stuff you don't want you can't leave right you know like it has to be broom swept you swept up the after you got rid of all the junk you swept it up you didn't you have vacuum to vacuum it, it. you could have <laughs> vacuumed it but you didn't but like you know you can't leave what you don't want that old uh, stereo, one of them giant, remember the giant ones? I do. Uh, the, uh, with the record player, the TV, and they were the like tape player. They were like 100 pounds. Yeah, my brother fell down the down the steps one time, and there was one at the bottom of my steps. After He tripped on his shower towel, and he broke like three ribs. Oh, my and that, God. And that thing didn't even move. <laughs> 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 but, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the end, you just can't walk out and leave your junk. It's supposed to be free of debris, broom swept. Doesn't mean it has to be professionally cleaned. Now, if you're considerate, you clean it. And they're going to still come in and clean. But you do a good job, and it'll come back to you. 
Yeah, anything I mean, good, anything good you do always comes back to you in karma. It's true, Mark. And when you go to go to the walkthrough, and then you're at the settlement table, and the buyers or sellers are together, like so many times I've heard, you know, thank you for the bottle of wine and the little note that and was the so, letter. Yeah, and yeah. the letter, and the house looks so pretty. Some people even leave flowers on the table for them. It's nice. Yeah, this is a member of my uncle Ray. My uncle Ray didn't take nothing but his fishing tackle. <laughs> and and his wife was already moved out. They had a house in the Poconos. They had a house in Fishdown. They were selling. I asked Uncle Ray, did you get everything out of there? Oh, yeah. So when they went through the final walkthrough, and Uncle Ray owned a, a wrought iron business. And that was one of them street to streets in uh, in Fishtown. That and in the back was his business, his garage where he made the wrought iron railings, and the basement was full of wrought iron stuff and all kinds of stuff. And Ray was supposed to clean the whole house out and did none of it. So we're at settlement, and his wife's like really pissed, and we call Uncle Ray up, and before he could even answer, he started laughing. As soon as I, as soon as he answered the phone, he started laughing. I was like, right. He goes, well, I got my tackle box and my fishing rods. <laughs> it cost us 700 bucks to have somebody go and take all the stuff out. Oh, my God. <laughs> his, his wife was going to kill him. <laughs> he just lied and told us, yeah, I did it. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, you weren't going to know. Yeah. All right. Well, so, coming up next is our topic of the day. Disclosing problems when selling your home. There you go, Uncle Ray. This one's for you. So, <laughs> if you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio, WPHT, all positive all the time, we'll be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at mortgagemom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So where are we at, Deanne? So, Mark, we are up to our topic of the day, which is disclosing problems when selling your house. Yeah, now, most states, probably, I don't know all of them, but probably a majority of them, because I don't know every state law, but they usually what? have laws about what? disclosing problems. Because <laughs> uh, I, I, don't know, I don't know what happens out in the middle of Utah. It's probably, the whole contract's probably one piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> Ours used to be like that. California's is the worst. I heard it's like 60 pages long. But ours used to be like four or five pages, and that was it. And now it's, what, 30 or something? At least. Yeah. It gets the, that's these politicians. They have nothing better to throw. They think up ideas. Anyway, many states have laws about disclosing problems when you sell your house. They usually, usually these states have a standard disclosure form you get from your real estate broker or agent. And if you're selling it yourself, you could download one of these things from what the state. And it's basically just a form that you and ours in Pennsylvania and Jersey are, what, they're six, seven pages long now. And you just answer questions. Uh, how old is the roof? I, I don't know. How uh, does it leak? No. Whatever. And you would just, you're not supposed to be a contractor. 
and then it go touches on each topic roofing electrical plumbing whatever have you ever had any floods any leaks is there any lead paint in the house and it asks and you got and you by law are supposed to have this thing filled out and and back to your agent prior to listening to the house because by law and many agents this happens a lot especially in this market they list the house and they gave the seller's disclosure to the seller right they went over last night and on friday night they listed the house they listed the house took some pictures and they left the seller's disclosure with the seller to fill out and answer these five forms right there's five pages of forms and then the house went on the market and today there was eight showings and the first thing the buyer agent asked for is a copy of the seller's disclosure which by law is supposed to be read before you sign the agreement of sale and that doesn't always happen and then the agents write in the contract this contract's contingent on a review and acceptance of the seller's disclosure, which is illegal. But a lot of them do it. But that is illegal. And so it's a very important thing. Because if you go to court and you had a leak, say, in a roof, and you said the roof didn't leak, and then they move in, and it turns out as soon as it rains, the roof leaks, this is what their lawyer would bring to court and say, see, Your Honor, they said the roof didn't leak. And then it rained and the roof leaked. And the judge would say, did the roof leak? <laughs> well, it leaked once in a while. Well, 18000 for the plaintiff. And I've seen cases just like that, and that's how fast they went because this is the document that you got to be honest. Like, And in this market... If it's got some problems and you're up front in this market with no inventory, you might have some buyers say, don't worry about it. We're going to take care of that anyway. Or oh, that dishwasher don't work in the kitchen. Don't worry about it. We were redoing the whole kitchen. But like you go through this document and it has an electrical section, mechanical session about the air conditioner, the water heater. Do you, are you aware of any radon gas, asbestos? No, uh, whatever. Now they, now, they don't expect you to know what's behind the walls. Do you have termites? No, I don't have any termites. Did you ever have termites? Yes. We had a termite treatment 10 years ago. Whatever. And then the buyer and sellers need to be aware of these laws in this state about the disclosure. This is a really serious problem for people that try to sell their own homes to for sale by owners because they don't even know about half of this stuff. Right. And if they do one, and then they hook up a deal with the buyer, and there's problems, then it gets really messy. But the buyer should always take the extra step, have a home inspection. I got one right now that there was a home inspection and everything. And there's still a lawsuit going on for a couple hundred thousand dollars. And the poor seller is being raked over the coals by some sleazy lawyer. Uh, I'd like to talk about that deal one day because those kind of deals happen. But this seller's disclosure and disclosing the defects in the house. Now, if somebody moved into my convent, <laughs> if somebody moved into my convent, I would tell them, you know, like what I know of where of. Like I got a new roof and I'm 
redoing stuff. Am I aware of any problems here? There's a couple little problems, but they're not like crucial. And so as long as you're honest, I think you're all right. But you got to fill this form out. It's very important. You can download them. It's just called Seller's Disclosure for Pennsylvania if you Google it. And you can take a look at one. They're about five, six pages long. You answer all the questions to the best of your knowledge. Sometimes people answer it wrong because they they elaborate too much and they're not a contractor. Right. And they don't expect you to be a contractor. So it's a very important document. But technically, by law, a lot of agents make mistakes. They write the deals contingent upon review and acceptance of that, which is technically illegal in Pennsylvania. That's an out of a deal if you got a smart agent. I say, when did you sign that contract? Oh, <laughs> after you sign the agreement of sale, then you got an out. All right. Anyway. Very good. Great topic, right. as usual. All right, Mark, so we are up to our business segment with Asking Dr. A, and today we're going to talk about how teams can help with turnover. Dr. Abelson, how are you? Doing marvelous, guys. How are you guys doing? We're doing good, excellent. Very good. Thank and you. This, and this is a great topic because in all my real estate classes, I do, I do a drawing from zero to 20 million, and I show them how you could end up with a team, and I always ask them one question if you're on a team. What do you have that 90% of the other agents don't have? And they look at the drawing, and they usually have a hard time figuring it out. And then finally they say, an assistant. <laughs> and I say, yes. And then it dawns on them that they don't have to do all that 80%. So that can really help with turnover. Well, on, on top of that... Uh, what they also have is spare time and time to do other things, which also helps regarding turnover, especially if you're the leader. A lot of leaders uh, can take off a month or two in residential real estate because they've got a quality team, all right, and the team's working hard and working well, and, and everybody actually has the benefit of taking more time off when you have a highly functioning team. And that's something that you can't pay for, okay, within, within organizations. So it's really important to, to, to realize that, uh, th that what happens with the team is you really can decrease all right, the amount of turnover you have or the negative type of turnover. Not all turnover is bad. And a lot of organizations, a lot of people don't realize that or even look at that because sometimes you want somebody to leave. And we've talked about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because turn turnover is costly. I mean, if, you, if you're bringing somebody on that has to be retrained and going all through that, I always say, you know, on an administrative level, it could cost you three times the salary because you're, you're wasting your time plus their time and everything else. And then you're starting over. Well, on top of that, they're, they're, they're not going to be as good at the task as somebody's been in the task for a while, even if the person's a relatively low performer. Okay, so when you're first training somebody and somebody's new in your team, you know, they're, they're a negative as far as the amount of time that they help you save. They actually take time away. So if you have turnover and you're spinning these wheels and you're always going through training more and more people because your people are leaving, it, it really makes it difficult to be successful. That's right. And like all the tools that you use, like the disc and all, and you put a high D in some uh, administrative job where you should have a high S, high C, and, and then it takes you, 
I always explain it as, you know, a new, a new, think about where you worked before. I said, usually a new hire, the first three months is a honeymoon. Second three months, there's some cracks in the armor or improvement, but you can live with it. And usually six to nine months out, it takes off or it blows up. And if you made the wrong hire, you're starting all over again. Exactly. And and what I find in the decades that I've been doing this is, is it typically takes about six months before somebody's up to full speed. Okay. So, so every time you have to have somebody leaving when you're lucky, okay, it's only going to take you six months to get up to full speed. Yeah. It takes a little time for everybody to fall in and, right. and their, their production is not there. And then to hire the wrong one, like hire me to do administrative work, and then me and you have big fights because I'm a D and I fight back. Right. And all that is is stress. Like Deanne hired one a few years ago. Oh, well, he's great. I love him. He's going to be all this. And then we're at the studio and she's tapping her fingernails. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> and when I read his diss, I read his diss. I said, this guy's like a high eye. What's he going to be doing? Oh, he's going to do, be doing some of my admin, but he's, he's going to be great. No, and he's not. All right. they had a big so- fight. And so to help organizations deal with problems, all they have to do is contact us at ablesyn.net. All right, Dr. Ray. We got to continue that one next week. All right. If you have any questions, you can email them to Mark at 8029 at Comcast.net or give them a call at 267-266-5501. And a special... Go ahead. Sorry. Mail me at Deanne Katsaris at Comcast.net or give me a call at 609 605 7153. And also at that number in Florida that she can't recall, but oh she will God. have by next week. Because she is. Or they can call us at 888 right. Abelson. And you can hook it her up. Works. And a special thanks to all of our listeners. And we are looking for a couple sponsors to join us in 2022. I have a great deal for us. Give us a call. You can be part of the show. And with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. All positive, all all the the time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and does not reflect the views of WPHD or its management. Today's program has been pre-recorded.